Welcome to the 144.1 Firearms and Training Podcast, a podcast about everything to do with a firearm. I am the host, Justin Timms. All right, all right. Welcome back to the 144.1 Firearms and Training Podcast. Uh, guys, it's been a long time since our last episode, so I apologize for that. Uh, if you live in South Carolina, continue to listen as we'll offer a variety of classes for you um also if you do not live in south carolina continue to listen because we are going to talk about some national things today and uh, a lot of state things for south carolina as well so continue to listen to the end um so i haven't done a podcast in a while mainly because there's been a lot of things going on with the business it's grown exponentially a little bit uh last year i was honestly i was just booked up didn't have time um starting to get do some a lot more on youtube uh, doing a lot more stuff now and truly just didn't have time and i do apologize for that guys uh one of the things we're going to talk about today is the ammo shortage gun shortage the sales of those and uh a few other things and a couple bills to watch out for in south carolina and the national bills as well um so Let's go ahead and get into it. So the ammo shortage. That's going to be the first thing we talk about today. Uh, the reason why we've got some ammo shortage, I really want to go into that a little bit. Uh, one was the election. The year for that, it was just ridiculous. Everything that went on, whether you believe it was fixed or not, um, that was one of the reasons why ammo sales went through the roof. Uh, another reason was COVID. Uh Everybody bought toilet paper or they bought guns and ammo. Uh, fortunately for me, I didn't need any uh, guns or ammo because I bought up beforehand. I always try to buy and keep a thousand rounds per gun. That way I don't ever need it. You know, um, let's see here. Other things that could have been was just all the crazy talk in the election with, um, really democrats and republicans talking about taking your gun rights taking other rights things like that there was talk of civil war going on you had all the protest and everything taking over cities um, it led to an ammo sale going up 125 percent for the year of 2020 um i said guys that's just one big reason as to why things are going on uh, also, Remington was bought out. They stopped making guns and ammo. Um, they went bankrupt, and honestly, their business just died there for a good long while. So, like I said, Remington wasn't making anything. Then, once again, you had all the priming compounds, things like that came from China. Well, whenever imports from China got stopped, I mean, it hurt. Um, like I said, there was a lot going on in 2020. That people had people scared and like I said it was just you didn't you either found it or you didn't find it fortunately I was able to find some and get what I needed um like I said Remington though has came out and said that they are uh, going to start making guns again in their New York plant I uh, don't know why they would try to go to New York to make guns but that's their own doing I guess 
New York is, I believe, the 48th or 49th state as far as the worst gun rights. Um, I don't know why anybody would want to go there if they even had a gun, to be honest with you. You have to have a gun owner's permit to go or to have a gun in New York. And then if you have any gun on you that's not registered on your gun owner's permit, you then can go to jail because it's a violation. Yes, you heard that correctly. Um, I had a guy come to one of my concealed weapons classes, and first thing he asked me in uh, the phone call was, how do I get a gun owner's permit in South Carolina? I uh, ended up actually making a meme out of it. If anybody saw, I believe it was Avengers Infinity War, I actually made a meme out of it where T'Challa said, we don't do that here. Yeah, I made that meme. It was pretty funny. Everybody loved it. Um. Like I said, Remington now, though, has come out and said that they are eyeing a March 1st uh, return to work for making firearms. Uh, the ammo sale company actually got bought out. I know the company that owns Palmetto State Armory was trying to buy them out. They put up a bid of $64 million, and I believe it ended up getting sold for 85 Um I guess PSA just couldn't match that, but like I said, it was sold the ammo company was and well like i said that's why we just haven't done it because you had one company that just truly wasn't making anything and then other companies wasn't able to make things because well they couldn't get any of the compounds they needed they couldn't get the material they needed to be able to do it um so getting to the gun shortage problem um as you can tell with ammo sales being through the roof gun sales are probably also going to be through the roof um i think at one point in time the highest which was i believe 2016 the highest uh background checks was 15.6 well in 2020 before december there was 21 million background checks done so if you ever hear a politician saying we need universal background checks we already do background checks we don't need a universal background check so don't fall for that it's not true. We already do background checks to buy a gun. There's no gun show loophole. You still have to have a background check for that. And honestly, gun shows are ripoffs. So you, there's no good specials there. You can't walk up and say, well, what will cash get me there? Because they're still going like, to charge you through the roof for a gun. Um, also, with gun shortages, there was 8.4 million first-time uh, gun buyers. I almost said home buyers. Uh, um out of that, 40% were women, and then also there was a 58% increase in African-American uh, gun owners, and this was, like I said, first-time gun owners, 8.4 million for that. Uh, truly, people stores just couldn't get guns. Even your mom-and-pop stores that can get guns better than the big stores can just couldn't keep up with the demand. There was, I think, 34% increase in uh, I think it was first-time gun owners, I think, which was, like I said, equaled out to the 8.4 million uh, new gun owners. And, I mean, just I think they said one out of five were Democrats-leaning people. I mean, that tells you right there, even they're coming around, guys. <laughs> um, So it is getting better, though. I've been to some gun stores here in South Carolina, and I'm able to start finding ammo. 
whenever I do find the ammo, they usually have a lot. However, they still are doing a little bit of a, like a two or three box limit. So the ammo sales are getting a little bit better because you are able to start finding ammo now. Uh, what I do, I go, I get every gun store that has an email list, I sign up for it. The reason why is because usually they will email you and let you know they have something in stock. Um, if they have it in stock, I usually will actually even call that gun store and tell them, hey, I can't come right now. Put two boxes in the back for me. I'll be there at this point. If you need me to go ahead and pay for it, I'll go ahead and pay for it. Um, they usually like that. They know you're going to come. They don't have to wait and say that you ain't coming. So, like I said, go ahead and get on every email list you can. And, um, like I said, it should be better for you here soon. Um, also, talking about the ammo and the guns, I am in the process of getting an FFL, a federal firearms license. Uh, with that, I will be able to sell guns and ammo. And also, I'm looking into making my own ammo company. Uh, I'm going to start out regional. I live in Greenville, South Carolina, so I'm going to start out regional, go to small gun stores. Uh, be honest with you, I'm probably going to start with reloading because I do have an abundance of brass that I can get, being that I am an instructor. I'm going to start out with reloading. I'm probably going to start with 9mm just because it's a little bit easier for me to get because a lot of people come to my classes with that. Um, I do have everything I need at the moment except for primers. So if anybody has primers, give me a call. 864-201-9275. Uh, if you want to get in one of my classes, once again, I offer CWP classes. I have one on February 27th, uh, March 20th, and April 2nd. If you want to get in any of those classes, just let me know. I also offer NRA classes. Um, I've actually got an NRA class on February 27th as well. So if you want to get in any of those, just let me know. We'll get get in it, and like I said, I'll have a good time. Um, so, like I said, I am wanting to start my own ammo company, and hopefully it will take off whenever it does, whenever we're able to find the primers that we need. Uh, probably going to start with 9mm and then move to 223, and uh, might even go to some 40 and 45 if I see the, the need for it. Um, so, let's go to the next topic, guys. South Carolina becoming an open carry state. Yes, that is going to happen, hopefully this year. Um, I actually worked uh, with Bobby Cox, the sponsor of the bill, and Mike Burns, the two, the two sponsors, really, of the bill. Uh, Mike Burns is listed as a co-sponsor. He is my rep. Uh, Bobby Cox, he is a rep, I believe, out in Greer or Taylor's area. I worked with them on this bill. It is Bill H. 3094. If you have been getting those text messages saying this is a watered-down bill, we don't need to vote for it, call your rep, tell them not to do it, do not do that, guys. This is a great bill. I personally worked on this bill with Bobby Cox and Mike Burns, and the reason why I want this bill to pass is because I see it as an avenue to get constitutional carry. Okay. Those people that send out those text messages and emails saying this is a watered-down bill, they don't realize, and I've been in talks with them as well, and what they're doing is wrong, okay? I understand their argument. I really do. Don't get me wrong whenever I say this. But what they're doing is wrong. 
they are trying to make it and go for an all or nothing bill, which we will not get. Okay. Just to put it out there for the constitutional carry bill in South Carolina, there are, I think it's 33 sponsors. Okay. Bobby Cox, Mike Burns, and then 31 other people for the open carry with a, with training bill, which your training is a CWP. Okay. If you already have a concealed weapons permit in South Carolina, then you're grandfathered in. You don't have to retake another class. You don't have to do anything. You are okay. You can open carry if this bill passes. Um, with that, the way we did this whenever we were constructing the bill is the people who take a CWP class would have to go through a class, obviously, to get their CWP, and they would be able to open carry. However, I tried to get it to where we could get an open carry bill with a CWP like what Tennessee has, where you get it, you have your CWP, you can open carry with the permit. Um, I tried getting it to where you had some type of badge that you put on your holster or right next to your holster where people could see that and know you had your permit. Um the two politicians, Mike Burns and Bobby Cox, told me that that was a great idea, but that would be something more to add, basically, uh, when arguing about it in the in the House, once it goes to the House floor. Uh, right now, this bill is in a full sub, or not a full subcommittee, it's past full subcommittee, it's in the full committee. Um, like I said, this bill is getting pushed through very quickly because they want it to pass and they see everything going down. Um, also, the sponsors, I told you that, the open or the concealed the constitutional carry bill was 33 the open carry with training bill has 68 sponsors on it guys so this one will most likely pass this is the most sponsors on a bill that any gun bill in south carolina has ever had so anyway with that we tried to get it with a badge they told me that was something to argue in the house to just add to it basically um, what we were able to do is add training to the CWP class. Now, the training would not be anything on the range. It would not be anything that you would have to worry about actually on the range part of it or any more ammo to use, nothing like that. The training was actually going to be your CWP classroom portion because here in South Carolina, you have to have a classroom and then you also have to do a 50-round qualification course. So it will still be a 50-round qualification course. The only difference will be, as an instructor, I will have to go into my PowerPoint and add a couple more slides talking about open carry and how to carry it and don't you know, sit with your hand on your gun at all times, walking around waiting for something to happen, basically, because um, that will get you in more trouble than anything else will. So with that, guys, go ahead, call your state house reps and tell them, you want H3094 to pass. Okay. This bill is great. The House Speaker, the bit or House Speaker, has actually co sponsored it. And uh, he actually tried to make it look like he wrote the bill because he moved Mike Burns from second to third and put himself as second. He did not write the bill. He did not do anything with the bill. Uh, Mike Burns and Bobby Cox did. Um, anyway. So, guys, H3094 in the South Carolina State House is the best way to do it, okay? Um, it is an avenue 
to conceal or to constitutional carry, and that is what I like because even if you don't like uh, open carry, guys, you don't have to do it. This only gives you the ability to do it. Okay, so don't don't worry, don't think that you have to do it because you don't. Okay, it is only an avenue to be able to do it. All right. So once again, call your state house reps, tell them to vote for it. That way we can actually get it and stop having to be in the same box as uh, New York, California, and Florida, and I believe even New Jersey whenever it comes to uh, our gun rights, okay? We want to be in the same boat with Texas, Utah that just passed constitutional carry, Kentucky, and all these other states. By the way, there's 45 states that have open carry, and you never hear of it being a problem. So don't worry about this being a problem because it's not, okay? 45 other states, North Carolina has open carry without a permit, okay? Most states, that's how open carry actually is. Um, I worked with them. I gave them most of the ideas for this open carry bill. Um, I actually even spoke with police officers here in Greenville and Pickens and Anderson County, and all of them told me the same thing. They would love have an open carry in South Carolina because it would let them know who actually had a gun if they were ever in a situation where something went down. It would let them know who had one. And also, guys, I believe it's a crime deterrent because let's be honest, if you go into a store and let's just say you're going to rob the place, do you think that you're going to go in that store whenever there's three or four guys that just walked in with a gun on their hip? No, you're not because you know you're going to get shot. So let's just be honest, guys. This is a crime deterrent more than it is a something that's going to cause a crime. Let's just be honest, okay? Um, also, guys, we're going to talk about some other bills to look out for here in South Carolina. Uh, one bill would be what's called red flag laws, okay? We don't want red flag laws. Red flag laws are terrible, and they've already been ruled unconstitutional and also unlawful in the state of South Carolina by the Attorney General. However, there are some Republicans and Democrats that have sponsored this bill. It is H3570. This is in the House of Representatives in South Carolina. Go ahead and tell them to not vote for this one. Um, This one would allow law enforcement to search your property and seize your firearms without warning, a process which would be initiated through a secretive court proceeding. It starts with a complaint filed by either a law enforcement officer or a solicitor which would be reviewed by the court the court would look at the factors such as a person's history of threats violence or involuntary uh, confinement and drug and alcohol use as used to um, issue the warrant okay guys so basically anybody could go up to the court and tell them you are a uh, basically a hazard to yourself or anybody else and for any reason you could just tick somebody off and they tell you that and they go and do this so don't don't vote for red flag laws that's h3570 these are all south carolina laws at this point we will get to some u.s laws to call your congressman about um now we got another bill that is h3418 Okay, H3418, this bill would prohibit someone from owning a firearm if he or she is convicted of a crime that carries a prison sentence of more than one year, okay? 
Now, this is pretty extreme because I have personally seen people get a uh, prison sentence for 18 months because they missed child support or they had uh, marijuana in their system. But yet, I've also seen people get a um, prison sentence for six months because they beat their wife. Okay. So I've already reached out to my uh, state house rep on this one and uh, told them that this bill, I don't like it because of the prison sentence part of it. If the prison sentence was uh, more, or not the prison sentence, but if the reason for taking the guns away would be because of a violent crime, and this is what I told my, my house rep, and he agreed, if this was for violent crime related, then I would understand. I would like it a lot more, and then say vote for the bill. So right now the bill is going to be tried to be uh, amended to where instead of being for a year, it is going to be... Uh, violent crime related so anyway that is h3418 go ahead and call your rep and tell them to change that to be violent crime related not one year prison sentence because that's just wrong let's be honest uh let's go to the next one the next one is and remember guys 3418 that bill will strip you of your second amendment rights for the rest of your life okay if that happens, same thing with H3570. It will strip you of your uh, rights just because someone went to the court and said they didn't like you. Okay, If anybody didn't like you, they could have your gun rights taken away because of this bill. 3570 forever. And then you would have to go and pay the court for storing your guns if you ever want to get them back and go through all the legal proceedings to get them back, which could take years. Okay. So we want to vote no on 3570 and 3418 unless 3418 is changed to be a uh, violent crime related, not prison sentence related. Okay. Also, we have uh, 3036. Uh, for this one, this one I actually agree with a little bit because as a CWP holder and instructor, you have to tell the police officers when you have a gun in the car and you get pulled over so this one i kind of agree with this one would tell anybody that has a gun in the car it would make them have to do it so for that i do agree with it uh, this is h3036 like i said i already have to do it so i mean anybody with a cwp has to do it required by law so shouldn't everybody else have to do it um let's see here a senate bill s 72. This one here makes it unlawful to privately sell or transfer a gun without a license or going through an FFL that can run a background check. Okay. Guys, let's just, that's just the most unconstitutional thing I've ever heard. Okay. First off, there shouldn't be FFL needs for that. that that's just ridiculous. I mean, the ATF shouldn't exist. Okay. I'll just say that. Um, so basically, S. The Senate 72 uh, makes it unlawful to privately sell a handgun. So I couldn't sell a handgun to my brother without having to go through an FFO and sign the papers and run a background check and everything else. So we're going to vote no on that one as well, guys. Um, to get through another one, let's see here. Senate Bill 23. Um, Prohibits the carrying 
or shooting a gun within 1,000 feet of a school or property. Uh, personally, I can't carry my gun on a school property anyway. However, I don't like this because this bill would then take guns away from the teachers. The teachers that have concealed weapons permits and keep guns in their cars, uh, it would take the, the ability for them to be able to carry a gun in their car on school property. And what happens if the teachers, most teachers are women, but what happens if those women go somewhere and they want to put their gun in the purse or put their gun on them once they get out of school, okay, to be able to protect themselves outside of work and home home so once again the senate bill 23 also going to vote no on that as well and then one that is a good bill which i think every one of us should go ahead and call right now on is 3119 this is a house bill house bill 3119 this bill prohibits law enforcement officers from enforcing unlawful gun laws uh, this bill pretty much would nullify a list of possible future legislation that uh, would regulate firearms from uh, the current administration in Washington, D.C. Uh, because they've already tried their best to get rid of our gun rights and are trying their best to do it now. Um, so basically, guys, H3119 is a good bill. We want to go ahead and tell them to vote for that. And like I said, that would basically make South Carolina a sanctuary state for 2A rights. Uh, go ahead and tell them to vote for that because it is a good bill. We do want that. And then oh, that is our four topics today, guys. Sorry it was so long. We do have one more. It is um, it's a federal bill, so you need to call your house reps. Uh, I'm sure you already know what they are. If you've seen any uh, list of gun bills that's been going on, I'm sure you already know this. Um, one of the bills was H HR one twenty five, and the other bill was HR one twenty seven. Uh, both bills were fired by the same person. Uh, the person is Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee out of uh, Texas, out of all states. Texas would vote for this lady. Uh, if you don't know who this lady is, I'm sure you all saw the video where she said that an AR weighed as much as if you were moving 10 boxes, that she held one and she wished that she hadn't, and the bullet it shot was a 50 cal. Okay, for one, the bullet of AR shoots is not a 50 cal. I'm sure you all know that. And then also, it's not that heavy. I think the heaviest AR I have is 7 pounds, and I don't build them lightweight. The lightest weight one that I think in a world record is 3.5 pounds. I mean, these guns are not that heavy. But even if you add as much as you want to on them, they're not heavy. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, this lady is ridiculous with the gun bills that she has. So, guys, go ahead and call your congressman. Tell them to vote no on this bill because, honestly, it's just ridiculous that she would even try to have this bill become thing something because she wants to ban 50 cal ammo she wants to uh, make it where you have to have an eight hundred dollar uh, federal golly what is it? a federal license eight hundred dollars and no that's not a uh, one-time purchase that is a all the time every year purchase you would have to make for this this is hr 127 uh, i would also create 
a uh, gun owner's registry. So basically, if you own a gun, you would have to register all your guns, which if you don't understand, this is something that uh, they did back in Germany in the 1940s. And then they came for your guns because they knew where they were. Um, it would also require mental health exams for gun owners. And the thing is, that might sound like a decent idea there, but here's the deal. It would also require uh, mental health exams for your children, your spouse, your ex-spouses, and your parents, okay, to make sure that they're all good and you're good as well. Uh, it would ban any magazine that would hold over 10,000 rounds, or 10 rounds. Um, just to put things in perspective, Joe Biden wants to make a $200 tax stamp on any magazine that holds over 10 rounds. Uh, if you have a Glock 19 or a Glock 17 or a P320, your gun comes with, I think it's 15 or 17 or 21 rounds in the magazines for those three guns. A Glock 19 comes with three rounds, a Glock 7, or three magazines, a Glock 19. Glock 17 comes with three magazines, and a P320 comes with two. So, you would on the Glocks, you would have to pay $200 for each magazine. That's 600 bucks. not to mention the gun, because it holds over 10 rounds. So, there's the gun. Um, so, you'd have to pay for those Glocks. You would have to pay an extra $800 just to be able to buy the gun, because it would have a federal tax stamp on it uh, for the SIG, you would have to pay an extra $600 because you have to go into two magazines. Uh, it would also establish a federal ammunition registry. Okay, Not a gun registry, an ammunition registry. How are you going to register ammunition? People go out and shoot that. So therefore, they're not going to have that amount of ammo all the time. And uh, like I said, so that's just stupid as it could be. This is the most unconstitutional bill I've ever seen, guys. Um, it would also mandate civil liability insurance for gun owners, which if you are a gun owner and you don't have that, I do recommend it for any case, uh, firearms, legal protection, USCCA, they all have it. It costs like $20 a month. It's not bad. Uh, I recommend it just in case you get something going on, but this would mandate it right now. You don't have to have that. This would mandate it. And then, once again, it would construct the uh, National Firearms Registry, which, as I told you before, what does that do? It lets the government know who's got guns, where they are, what address, and everything else about the gun. So go ahead and call your rep and tell them to vote no on that, guys. Uh, sorry, I spoke too long to, or spoke so long today, but um, I had to get some things out here, and also. I haven't done one in a while, so I was going crazy with everything that I've been trying to get on here and talk about. But um, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast, guys, and I'll do another one soon, I promise. <laughs> hope to see you all next time. Bye. If you want to learn more about the 144-1 Firearms and Training Team, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Parlor, TikTok, and Twitter. You can also find us on YouTube and the 144.1 Firearms and Training Podcast.
If you want to get a class from us, you can call us at 864-201-9275. Thank you.